Welcome to Podcast Impact, where we interview and share stories of people who are making a difference in Morgan County. Our host is Ed Kamanowski, Executive Director of CFMC, and he's talking with people who have become philanthropic leaders and are working with others to improve their communities. Here's a chance to learn how you can make an impact, too. All right, well, uh, good afternoon. Uh, I am sitting here with Ms. Gisela Potter, uh, who is the Registered Dietitian and Nutritionist, RDN. So I had to write that down, speak slowly, Gisela. Those are big words for me. <laughs> they are big words. You did great. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's very yes. kind. Um, so uh, this is going to be really fun today. And um, I always say that uh, I'm really fortunate because I can sit down because of my role and some of our partnerships to be around you and Jason and other like really crazy smart people who have all this information that if I was, air quotes, you know, kind of the average person in Morgan County, unless I was referred in for a health issue or I just happened to know you or know, knew someone, mm -hmm. um, I just wouldn't be able to spend time with you. Right. And so I think today is going to be fun because I'm really interested in the stuff we're going to talk about. Maybe that's, you know, but uh, it's nice because you're interested too. So we oh, can yeah. talk about all the stuff that we're yeah. interested in and hopefully somebody else uh, finds it interesting. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little about yourself. Okay. Uh, how long you've been here at IU Health Morgan and uh, why in the world would you ever ruin your life and focus on diets and nutrition <laughs> when you have Oreo cookies oh. and soda and I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> Take it off it. <laughs> I can eat an Oreo and an apple. <laughs> it's all good. So I've been a dietitian since 2008. That's okay. when I um, graduated from my internship. So I've been going at this for a while. But it's been something that's been an awesome ride. And I, I have a huge passion for food. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that we can all relate to. Um, everyone has to eat. Yeah. Everyone has to experience food in some way. But um, I, even as a young child, I grew up on a small hobby farm. My parents... My dad was a teacher, my mom stayed at home, and we had this massive garden and this barn with cows and chickens. So fresh, healthy food has always been a part of my life. Um, and, you know, as I went into high school, did the home ec classes and kind of found an interest in in healthy food, but also in cooking and how foods can tie together and to taste good. Yeah. Um, that got me into college where I dove into the whole world of of how nutrition does impact our health. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's been a fascinating world to me. You know, I've been at this for 11, 12 years, but I'm still enjoying it. I yeah. still leave my job and I go home and I listen to nutrition podcasts on my drive home. <laughs> and then I get home and before I fall asleep at night, I am reading nutrition magazines. Yeah. It's something that I'm passionate about and I know can have a profound effect on our health. Um, and I've been here, so I, right after college and after my internship, um, I worked at WIC, um, Women, Infants, and Children, sure. in Marion County for six years. And then being a commuter from Bloomington up to Indianapolis was getting <laughs> kind of old. So um, transitioned down to IU Health Morgan yeah. here in Martinsville and been here for four years. Okay. So it's been fun. Um, you know, the, the funny thing, you know, everyone says, uh, you know, diet is die with a T. Right. And I think, um, I'm going to sound like I know what I'm talking about, which, you know, is, is it true? Um, so much of the uh, nutrition guidance I always thought that I got was, oh, well, if you are overweight or you're this or that, you diet. And it means to take things away from, you know, there's this whole 
to me, nutrition was you diet, mm-hmm. uh, and it was such it's such a false assumption. Mm-hmm. And but I think so many people when you watch TV and it's oh my gosh, it's it's about weight loss, it's about you know all these different things. So you know, so sometimes eating things are bad. Mm-hmm. And 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 one of the things that I love that you you joke around about is you're like I love a good piece of sausage. You oh, know? I do. <laughs> I'm or, German. Or steak, right? <laughs> sausage and beer. Are great. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not eating that every day either. Right. So it's, it's yeah. all about, you know, balance. It's a balancing act. Yeah. Um, I just received this cool sticker in the mail. It says Coexist. It's yeah. from one of my favorite brands called Picky Bars. Okay. But the, the sticker represents different foods from ice cream to carrots to pretzels. <laughs> you can have anything. Yeah. You know, foods can coexist in a healthy diet and they should. Yeah. A diet shouldn't feel restrictive or you yeah. shouldn't feel like you can never have a food that you love yeah. if you love brown I love brownies <laughs> and I'm going to eat a brownie right. on a regular basis yeah. but that's not all I'm eating yeah. I'm eating you know healthy foods primarily throughout my day and I'm treating my diet so yeah yeah can you talk a little bit more about this idea of a healthy diet mm-hmm. you know I think for a long time that you especially when you know we were young it was the food pyramid and you know and then it seems like every couple of years they tell you you know, uh, don't eat bacon, you know, don't drink coffee, uh, you know, all these things don't do, mm-hmm. but such a singular point of this giant idea of what you should eat every single day. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of talk about that idea of, of creating balance? And, and it's less about punitive taking something out of your diet, mm-hmm. and it's about creating balance. Correct, yeah. Um, I think the, the hard thing about diets in particular is that they feel restrictive. Yeah. You know, when we think diet, we think, what do, ha- what do I have to give up that I love? Right. Well, nobody likes to do that. Even, you know, even if you're doing it for a religious reason for Lent, you know, right. it, it's hard. Right. Um, we want to eat the foods that we enjoy. But, um, but yeah, I mean, anything can be available on our plate. It's just, again, how much of those foods are we, are we eating that are harmful to us? Um, versus those that are helpful to us. And I think that's where that whole balancing act really comes into play is, you know, treating yourself, not having to cheat your diet because you were perfect from Monday through Saturday and right. Sunday is your, your cheat day. I, I really dislike that concept. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, why can't we treat our diets on a regular basis? We do well with what we're eating from breakfast, lunch, dinner, but, you know, I, I did a good job with my food choices and after lunch, I have Ghirardelli chocolate chips at my desk, and I'm going to eat a handful of those, right. you know. Or um, I worked hard in the yard, and I had a healthy diet um, throughout my day, and after mowing the lawn, I want to have a beer, yeah. and that's okay. Um, but again, it's it, our culture is very diet-obsessed, yet we still have the highest rates of chronic diseases around the world, the right. highest rates of obesity. Right. Our numbers of obesity and overweight um, Americans has jumped another 10% from 30% to now 40% of our, our population being obese yeah. and 70% of our population being overweight or obese. So even though the diet trends are, I mean, every few years you're going to hear of a handful of new um, fad diets, even though those are hot, it's, it's a fad yeah. and it doesn't work and diets don't work. Healthy lifestyle, healthy eating works. It's, there's no magical pill, there's no magic secret. Right. It's just doing the best you can most of the time. You know, it's, it's funny, you, you talk about the idea of like a, a magic pill and I, I think one of the reasons, um, I, I will absolutely confess that um, part of it is just 
not knowing the information, which again, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully, you know, sharing today with, with folks, the other side of it is just um, it kind of lazy, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That I'm like, I know I'm supposed to eat like a salad mm-hmm. or fruit and stuff like that. And, and I always was like, well, if I'm going to eat this or this, uh, do I have to go? You know, you know, you get into this whole thing and now I'm meal planning and all this mm-hmm. other. And I always viewed it as a burden. And right. I guess what I've learned from this is that it's like anything. It's a habit. You mm-hmm. get into a good habit. So um, uh, so yesterday we were out having lunch with a, a friend from, from work. And, um, you know, normally I get a sandwich, you know, and there's fries because mm-hmm. they make great onion rings. So I'm having onion rings, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I'm not passing up onion rings, you know. Uh, and... But I added a salad to it. Uh-huh. And so that's, just, for me, like these really small little things of now when I eat, I add a salad. Or if I'm wanting to snack, I keep like dried fruit in the house. You know, yeah. even though I'd rather still eat the Oreos and I will steal, still eat the Oreos, the fact that I'm adding these things back in, whereas I never had them before, I'm creating this balance. And it's easier than I thought it would be, mm-hmm. even though I'm kind of stubborn about it. <laughs> sure, yeah. Again, that change is hard, and changing habits is, is a challenge, but thinking about instead of what, on a diet, what I have to take away or get rid of, what can I add? Right. You know, like at breakfast, lunch, dinner, I want folks to have fruits and vegetables on their plate at every meal. Yeah. So thinking about, all right, my breakfast now is a Pop-Tart. Well, that's obviously not a healthy start to the day, but... What if I had a Pop-Tart and, you know, some blueberries? Right. Right? Not that I want you to be eating that Pop-Tart, but if you're adding blueberries, you're going to maybe not eat as much of the Pop-Tart, you know? Um, You know, any place that we can incrementally add more fruits and vegetables, what that does, that increases your fiber consumption and your water consumption, filling you up so you're not eating as much of the other, maybe less healthy items. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great kind of a segue. I wanted to ask you, ask the question, uh, made the comment about kind of harm and health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was blown away by learning that, well, again, kind of these misnomers that you always hear about. So um, I didn't eat a salad because I, you know, I had heard some, who knows, you know, um, that iceberg lettuce isn't any good for you because mm-hmm. it blah, blah, blah. If you're going to eat it, then you have to have red leaves or romaine or, or kale. And I'm like, no, I'm right. not going to, I don't want to, you know, but I love really good iceberg lettuce. Mm-hmm. And then again, you know, I learned that actually iceberg lettuce is really good for you. It's got mm-hmm. the fiber. It's got mm-hmm. a ton of water. It's a ton of water. Yeah. And as Americans or as people in general, I mean, we don't consume enough water. Mm-hmm. So really now I'm eating salads that have iceberg lettuce in it, which I didn't because I th- thought it was bad. And it's actually been really, it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, kind of the things that, you know, everything to in moderation, right? Absolutely. You know, so, yes. um, but there are some things like certain types of fats, sugars in particular, mm-hmm. high fructose corn syrup. There are just some things that kind of head down a bad path quickly. And there's other things that like blueberries or fiber and what, you know, how fiber, you know, all these things that promote health and wellness. Can you kind of just drive a bit of distinction between kind of the the harm and the help kind of? Sure. Well, I like to think about food as being information. So you may have heard of that idea of of fueling your car with either bad fuel or good fuel. Okay. Thinking about food and beverage as 
you know, a- anything you put in your mouth, you swallow, you digest, you, ha- you absorb these, these nutrients. Okay. Once digestion happens, your body is breaking down this food or this beverage. Right. And th- these nutrients aren't just going through and coming out the other end. They are being absorbed into your cells. Right. So it's information for your cells. So that information, we ha- I like to think of it as, is this helpful information or harmful information? Okay. And not that I can't have any of the harmful information, but if I'm, if I'm consuming foods that, you know, the not so healthy f- foods, the high sodium, the high saturated fat, the high sugar foods on a routine basis, if it's 70, 80% of my diet, right. that's going to have a negative impact on my health. Right. I'm going to, you know, maybe increase my blood glucose, maybe inc- increase my blood pressure. My weight will probably go up. My risk of heart disease will go up. Um, but alternatively, if I'm putting in the healthful fuel most of the time, you know, 90% of the time I'm eating the good information, the fruits, the vegetables, whole grains, plant-based proteins like beans, nuts, seeds, lentils, um, drinking soy milk, drinking water, things like that. Um, that's good information. Yeah. My body knows it's real food, first of all. You know, it's not the factory created, lab created food. It's it's food that has come from nature. Right. My body knows what to do with this. And when I absorb these nutrients, they're telling my cells, hey, let's do something good for this individual. Um, and therefore I'm gonna feel better. My My risk of diseases and illnesses are gonna be lower and my quality of life will likely um, be better. You know, it's, I love that. Um, I'd actually never heard you say that before. I mm-hmm. really like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. um, spending time with you has changed my idea of the role of food. Mm-hmm. If that sounds, you know, kind of odd, but it's, whereas before I consumed food because I was hungry. Right. And now I still, when I'm, I eat, I'm much more intentional about what I eat because mm-hmm. as, as you said that what nutrients am I putting in mm-hmm. and then as I'm putting in kind of the good information I feel better right. and so I have a direct impact from a decision that I made mm-hmm. you know which oftentimes in life you don't always see so quickly right I mean even the other I eat relatively healthy but I definitely like my sugar yeah um, the other day after church we had donut day at church yeah which is <laughs> wonderful I was happy to participate right and I had a donut and I left church and 10 minutes afterwards I had a headache yeah you know and my body isn't used to eating that stuff all the time but um, I mean it just goes to show that information wasn't great information for my body yeah. I still chose to eat the donut and that's fine yeah. I have no regrets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, again just that impact you know had that been a fruit how would I have received that headache probably not right um, so it is interesting how how quickly you can see that that turnaround we um, I noticed the other day that I had, um, I probably hadn't had, and through really no other fault than not, because I'm somehow, you know, got an anti-fast food kick, that's not it. Um, but you know, when you travel, it's mm-hmm. really kind of, you, you just stop, you know, hey, this, this exit's open, we gotta get gas, whatever. Right. Uh, and I had, a fat, and I hadn't had like a real fast food meal for a while. Mm-hmm. And just the amount of sugar, and then some of the other stuff that, I was really surprised to your point about the donut, it really, I didn't feel well, you know, so I had another hour or so in the car and I thought, man, I'm like, I don't feel good all of a sudden. And I realized that I just wasn't used to having that much sugar. Um, And like instantly, I just noticed it. It's it's amazing. And I, it makes me sad to wonder 
you know, do people feel this way all the time? Because this is the majority of the American diet. Right. The standard American diet, acronym is SAD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a very sad diet. It's, it's hyper-processed, you know, flours and sugars. It's high fat and not the healthy fats, it's the harmful fats. Right. Um, it's high sodium. And my, my concern is that this is what people are pumping their bodies full of every day. And they, they might not know what healthy feels like because right. they're always in this state of, you know, feeling lethargic right. or inflamed or, or um, swollen, you know. So, yeah, I mean, diet really can make a positive impact, but we have to give it that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to take a quick break uh, and then uh, we'll come back uh, with Gisela Potter, uh, who is a dietitian nutritionist here at uh, IU Health Morgan. Do you know where your charitable dollars actually go? Or have you ever asked if what you're giving to nonprofits is actually making a difference? Since the announcement of the War on Poverty, the federal government has spent nearly $20 trillion and we still have more poverty. The Community Foundation of Morgan County doesn't believe this should be the case. We use private dollars to support nonprofit organizations whose mission is to lift people out of poverty, not just sustain them. We believe in philanthropy with a measurable impact. Your charitable dollars should be an investment in something or someone with the promise of a social return on your investment. We think differently about making an impact through giving. Please join us and learn how we can increase the impact of your philanthropic dollars. Visit philanthropywithimpact.org. That's philanthropywithimpact.org, where we match your gifts dollar for dollar. So thanks for, for sticking around. You know, sure. you did actually lock the door. You know, so, <laughs> so you know, I, I can hear the carts and everything kind of going behind us. There hasn't been a siren, which is good. Um, but uh, you, you know, you, the sad diet is kind of an interesting uh, topic, and and I think we could probably do a bunch of different podcasts about just what you've taught me uh, about nutrition and even this idea of the American diet, which again I wasn't aware of. Um, that when I went to the store and started looking at a label, so 49 years old mm-hmm. and never gone to the store mm-hmm. until the last couple of years, I blame you, Gisa. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, no, I appreciate it. Um, and I, I just kind of look back, I thought, wow, no one ever taught me this. No mm-hmm. one ever gave me the information that I have to read that label uh, and to see that no joke, 90% of everything that I was eating, the first ingredient was high fructose corn syrup. Uh, it was loaded with sodium uh, and preservatives mm-hmm. and everything had sugar added. Yeah. And I was shocked. I, I really, maybe naive, but I was really shocked that this diet that I thought I was kind of eating well and I wasn't, you know, it was just loaded in sugar. Mm-hmm. It's it's everywhere. It's it's crazy. It's in foods that you just don't think should have sugar or yeah. would have sugar, right? But yeah, that's why paying attention to the label is so essential. I mean, it's if you can understand how to read a nutrition facts label, and I encourage everyone to get online and and Google how to understand a nutrition facts yeah. label because it is an important tool. And when you understand how to read that that label, you can make an informed choice of your food and beverage choices. Yeah, you know, you can differentiate what is good fuel and what is bad fuel, right? right? Yeah. Because I think sometimes you just feel overwhelmed that, um, you know, how many different types of nuts do I have to eat? How many different right. types of berries, you know? And 
uh, I had a, <laughs> my cousins always used to laugh. They're like, what are you doing, eating nuts and twigs? <laughs> you know, and you kind of laugh about it. And, and in some ways, though, you know, the fiber that you, you know, now I could because of this, I'm like, oh, well, actually, because of the fiber in this, and this is what you're taking out of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and um, again, I, you know, it kind of, there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but this, I, us, the topic of sugar, I think, is one that, um, people get defensive about and I'm not quite sure why you know everyone I think people can say well if I had XYZ fast food and I know it's probably not good for me I think you know or fats or you know those types of I think for some reason we have moved in that direction where like okay well probably shouldn't eat so much of you know that type of even I think we know that processed food probably isn't the best for us right but this fact that sugar is in everything white bread that you get from the store is loaded with sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I couldn't believe it. I used to get, you know, wheat bread that mm-hmm. I thought was healthy for me, loaded with sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just thought, oh my gosh. And then I saw a documentary that, you know, when you consume sugar, you know what happens, your insulin pump kicks in, you know, mm-hmm. and the more sugar you have, so you become lethargic, you gain weight, you know. And by just having too much sugar in your diet, it leads to you being less active, mm-hmm. uh, less engaged in things. It, not to be too silly about it, but it dramatically changes your quality of life. You know, because it goes back to what you said: the side, sad diet. How many people are listening to this right now? Haven't even just you know kind of thought about how much sugar they take in, and when's the last time they felt good? Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. One thing that's nice about the new Nutrition Facts label is it does break apart um, added sugars versus naturally occurring sugars, which is really helpful. So just to give you an idea of how much sugar we should be having, um, when it comes to added sugars, there's a limit. Just like uh, there's a limit to sodium, there's a limit to saturated fat. We can have some, but the problem is is we are, as a a culture, as a country, we are going overboard and excessive. Uh, for women and children, the recommended intake of added sugar. So these are sugars not naturally occurring in your sweet potatoes or your apples or your your um, your pasta. Okay. These are added sugars that you would get from sweetened beverages or cookies, cakes, and you know, whole grain bread right. sometimes. Right. Um, so for women and children, the recommended is 24 grams in a day of added sugar, wow. which is equivalent to six teaspoons of sugar in a day. And for men, that recommendation is 36 grams of added sugar or less per day, which is equivalent to nine teaspoons of sugar. Just to give you a visual, and I know we're on a podcast, and that doesn't (laughs) always help, but I have a a sample bottle of, it's one liter of Dr. Pepper, um, and in this liter of Dr. Pepper, we are getting 120 grams of added sugar, which is 30 teaspoons of of, um, added sugar. Um, so that's 33 ounces of soda, which people are drinking 33 yeah. ounces of soda. Yeah. Sometimes twice or three times a day yeah. I've had patients yeah. if not uh, more. doing that. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it can creep in. And that's an obvious example. But again, these added sugars do creep in in other places throughout our diet. And our barbecue sauce, our ketchups, you know, our, yeah. our cereals that we're feeding our kids in the morning, those are jam-packed with, with sugar. Yeah. So, um, so it's something to be aware of for sure. Yeah, I guess and, I'm, sorry, go ahead, no, please. And sugar is a, it's addictive, yeah. right? I mean, I know sometimes when I have sugar, I want more sugar. Yeah. I don't need it. It's yeah. not a necessary nutrient, <laughs> um, but I want more. It, yeah. it triggers the brain just like drugs trigger uh, someone's brain. So, Absolutely. Yeah it's, yeah, it's hard. And it's, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of look in the, the soda bottle and, and how much, you know, even just the amount of soda, like I drink, a, you know, again, like a liter, you know, soda or even just like a, you're just like, wow, again, it's just, it's just a soda. But then you realize how much everything else mm -hmm. you're, you're adding on those layers of sugar and, um, and it is like a drug. I mean, I think this, it's, it releases all the things that, you know, your dopamine, it, yeah. it, it's, it, if it's great. It's feel, it feels good. I know, yeah. I know, until, until you crash. Until it doesn't. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, we we're going to totally run out of time when I knew we would, um, but I wanted to at least uh, kind of get to one other thing that I know that you're passionate about, and I'm grateful for everything that you've kind of educated me on, and that is this idea of, of a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're very fortunate to be able to support your efforts uh, out at uh, Bulldog Blessings in Monrovia. Mm -hmm. And one of the components of that is, and I'll let you kind of talk about the, the grant and the program itself, but um, is a plant-based diet and adding more plant-based in. Mm -hmm. And that it's, again, kind of go back to the thing of, well, having iceberg lettuce, okay, that's better than not having a salad. Right. Um, but how easy it is to go to Kroger here in Martinsville and go to the frozen section and get a veggie patty, or if I'm going to Burger King, get an Impossible Whopper. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, you think about it, you're like, oh, come on, Ed, you're killing me. It's, that's so gross. It's actually really good. It's delicious. <laughs> it actually tastes yeah. just like a hamburger. It, it tastes like chicken, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've actually gone through and changed kind of some of the red meat options and some of the chicken options and some of the things with quote unquote fake meat. Mm -hmm. um, I feel so much better. I feel mm -hmm. more full. Mm -hmm. I sleep better now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really kind of crazy. But can you talk a little bit about the Bulldog Blessings Pantry and, and the program, but also this idea of plant-based and what it really does for you? Sure. Yeah. So the, the grant we have, thanks to Ed's um, great support and, and push for this grant with the Bulldog Blessings Food Pantry, um, it's basically myself and my manager and some other coworkers going to the pantry whenever they're open once a month to educate on nutrition and what you know a healthy diet can do in support of helping us feel better, helping you know reduce our risk of certain complications like hypertension or diabetes or, or whatever. Um, it's so it's it's providing this education to the community and also as a um, as a fun aspect of this program as well, we're able to provide the participants of this program with some healthy staples in their kitchen. You know, last time we did this, we gave them a recipe for a healthy soup, we gave them a stock pot, and all the ingredients they needed to make their soup. Right. Um, we have some fun incentives coming up where we'll be giving them blenders and cooking, you know, uh, cooking utensils like knives and cutting boards and um, it's just been a really fun project to throw together and what's been fun too is I'm I get to kind of be the creator yeah. of it So <laughs> it's always fun to be in charge for a little bit. Yeah um, But yeah, we really want to encourage plant-based eating and there is a lot of science behind this This isn't just my idea and right. me thinking this is this is a good idea right. This is nu this nutrition research has backed and it's been backed for 40 50 60 years. Yeah, showing us that folks who do consume more plants in their diet, whether, I mean, it doesn't matter you know, if it's fruits, vegetables, um, beans, nuts, seeds, whole grains, consuming more of that stuff, again, will push out some of the less healthful stuff, you know, pushing out some of those processed foods and supports our health. It lowers our risks of, it lowers our, our blood pressure, our right. blood sugars. It um, can help remove cholesterol from your arteries. It right. can help people with chronic constipation again right. you know right um, it can lower our risk of certain types of cancer right. so 
there are numerous positive benefits to promoting or consuming more plants in the diet. And I always tell my patients, if there's anything you're going to remember from our conversations, I want you to eat more plants in your diet. Yeah. So foods that grow from a tree or from the ground, these are plant foods. Again, far, thinking of foods on the farm versus on a factory, okay. but getting more fiber in the diet. The average American gets about 10 grams of fiber in their diet. The average female needs 25. The average male needs 38 grams in a day. Wow, so we are really? dramatically okay. uh, deficient in yeah. our fiber because we are not eating appropriate amounts of fruits and vegetables and whole grains. Okay. So I always, again, encourage at any meal, try to have a fruit and or a vegetable at that meal. If you're traveling, a healthy snack in the car would be an apple or some baby carrots. You can nibble on that while you drive sure. uh, versus a Snickers bar, right? right? Um, so any way that we can incorporate more fiber, more plant foods into our diet will benefit us. Um, in regards to the, um, the the meat alternatives, they're they're great if you know someone's looking to eat less animal protein, but they still really want that burger, right? Or they still really want a sausage. You can get these really awesome, you know, whether it's organic soy or pea protein based um, meat alternatives to choose instead of the animal-based or, you know, the factory farm animal-based foods, which right. can really be um, a negative to our environment, so. You know, it's, um, again, I, I, being a very lazy eater, um, whatever is the easiest, because, you know, you work all day and you mm -hmm. come home, you oh, know, yeah. and, you know, you got, you know, the family, it, it's just, you're, the the burden on our time. So we just did our our community development survey, uh, and we'll we'll have the results coming out soon. And the number one reason people don't uh, eat well is time. Mm -hmm. I mean, seventy percent of, of respondents. Yeah. And and so for me, it was okay. Well, I got home. It's six thirty seven o'clock. It's been a long day. The first thing I'm going to do is eat potato chips because yeah. it it's easy. I feel better all of a sudden, yeah. you know what I mean? And then if there's soda, they drink a soda. So yeah. my first meal when I got home used to be potato chips, a soda, or a beer, depending on the yeah. day, you know? And <laughs> sure. then, uh, you know, depending on how the day was, I might eat a piece of cheese and I walk the dog, you right. know? So that's, you know, and so it was, and everybody's gonna be like, oh my gosh, Ed. Uh, and- We all have a starting point. <laughs> yeah, and we all have, but we have this, you know, where we, this, um, what's in your cabinet is what you eat. Absolutely. And so now what I've gone through is changed out what the cabinet is. And so I have cashews or mixed nuts and I have uh, like plant-based chips that are not, you know, and yeah. so, but again, it's just, you know, you have to really shop in a very specific way mm -hmm. to find alternatives. And again, maybe it's just me, but even the Kroger here in Martinsville, there's a ton of alternatives. There are. I was really surprised that if you start looking around, reading labels, barbecue sauce. I stood in the barbecue sauce aisle for a good <laughs> 15 minutes trying to find yeah. a barbecue sauce that didn't start with high fructose corn. Yeah. Uh, legit, yeah. 15 minutes, and yeah. it took me, and I found one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's all these different types of things of being intentional and, um, again, some of the plant-based stuff that it's five minutes on each side. It's just like cooking a burger. Yeah. You can get crumbles, you can get meatballs. Uh, like I made meatball marinara the other day mm -hmm. and it was just, Amazing. and yeah, I mean, is it, I mean, is it polo sausage? No, okay. uh, <laughs> but all things being equal, it was really good. And now when I do eat really good sausage, I know the difference. I'm like, Ooh, man, that's heavy. Yeah. Oh and yeah. You can tell what you've you can actually tell in just your digestion. Yeah. How, how your body yeah. absorbs that and breaks that down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, a, a can of beans, really, yeah. you know, that's, 
the most inexpensive thing in the grocery store is going to be rice and beans. Yeah. They're plant-based. Um, I always hate to hear. It drives me crazy. <laughs> um, I would eat healthy, but it's too expensive. Yeah. I am the most budget conscious. <laughs> I mean, I shop at Aldi. I am a big meal prepper. Um, it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. You know, choose canned. Get the frozen vegetables and fruits. Buy the beans. If you really want to, make the beans from scratch. Um, but you can buy canned, no salt added beans and lentils. And right. that can be a great source of plant protein. Um, it's just there's so much healthy good out there. It's just we have to be willing to make the change. And I don't suggest jumping into all these changes at one yeah. time, but just an incremental step by step. Um, you know, decide this week, yeah, this week I'm going to add an extra serving of vegetables on my lunch and my dinner menu. Yeah. Um, or this week I'm going to have a healthy snack after work instead of the junk food snack in my car on the drive home. Right. You know, it's incremental changes. It's, it's drinking more water. It's, um, you know, adding fruit to your water instead of drinking the artificially flavored water or the soda. Right. It's incremental changes. You do those little changes for a week, two or three, and by by the end of that, it's a new habit. You're not even thinking about it yeah. anymore. No, and I, you know, again, I, I was just, you know, talking yesterday about like, what are you doing to get the salad? You know, you know, everybody, and I like, it's taken me two years to get here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it's not like it's been something overnight, and I, I just, you know, anyone who's listening to this, if you have an interest, um, it's just you you don't know where to start you just have to start someplace exactly uh, and, and don't then, overanalyze it just yeah, go for it absolutely right absolutely that analysis paralysis can keep us frozen and yeah. in the same spot for a long time but yeah just go for it yeah and my uh, my sister-in-law is uh, is vegan and I used to think oh every year we have to order something that you know that yeah. you know and so I had this kind of like oh you know again back to the nuts and twigs thing um, and now I realize that you know, I took $10 out of my budget for groceries mm -hmm. and I went to the frozen section to the organic and I picked out two different brands and I got this and this and I tried it and I'm like, wow, it's possible. Mm -hmm. And so since then it's been, if you're willing to experiment and try, you can really learn quickly that there are a lot of different alternatives mm -hmm. and you do start to shop differently. and. It's kind of hard, hard to argue with the results. I mean, you know, from a health-wise, yeah. much better shape. Yeah. So. I mean, I found out when I was 16 that I had high cholesterol. Yeah. As a 16-year-old, <laughs> a runner, a three-sport athlete, I had high cholesterol. And the doctor was like, hey, maybe you should be on cholesterol medicine. Uh, heck no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to change my diet. Yeah. And doing that, my cholesterol numbers now are beautiful. Yeah. I haven't had cholesterol numbers this good. And it's, I don't hate what I'm eating. Yeah. You know, I'm not eating, you know, twigs and sticks. <laughs> I'm eating really beautiful food that's super colorful, super delicious. Yeah. Um, it's, not a, it's not a sad thing to sit down at a, at a dinner right now. You know, what I'm eating is just beautiful and, and flavorful. Um, I'm enjoying it and I'm also getting results. You know, my blood work is looking great. I feel really well. Yeah. I have great energy. I have a two-year-old I have to chase out of around and I'm also pregnant. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. uh, I should be really tired, yeah. but I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling well. Um, and that's the the best gift ever is to feel well. Yeah. That's, that's what we all should strive for. Yeah. Well, um, I told you, I mean, there's so much I'd love to talk to you about. And, and again, it's uh, I learned so much from you uh, and then what you're trying to do. I mean, obviously, you know, your, your patients and your clients here at the hospital are coming in for different reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, but I think there's a lot of resources that are out there for folks, even if you just start doing some Google searches and, and, yes. and 
Um, I would just say on, on my side of it that you just have to start someplace and then just replace one thing that you know is junk food. And then you, once you start down that path and you start feeling better, um, I, I, you know, it's changing the habit. But what would your kind of parting words to, to someone to say, hey, start here? And, or, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say? Mm-hmm. Again, I, I always encourage folks to do their best to unprocess their diet. So again, the American diet is more processed food. Where, what step can you take today to get you one step away from the hyper-processed junk food into eating more real food? Okay. Because real food, again, your body knows how to handle real food. It knows how to digest and absorb real food. Um, focusing on the plants, getting more colorful fruits and vegetables, eating your, your fruit and vegetable rainbow um, as much as you can to support your health. And again, there's no one-size-fits-all diet. You know, some people might feel good eating a certain way and bad eating another way that someone else eats, and that's okay. Um, but doing, doing what it is that helps you feel best and fuel best, um, your health is your number one priority. Yeah. And if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Yeah. And food has a huge impact. Again, it's that fuel. You have to have food. Yeah. And without it, you're, you're going to vanish. Yeah. So, um, you know, putting in the right information as much as you can, treating yourself here and there is totally fine, but doing the best with what you, what you have and what you can. No, I appreciate it. Well, Gisela, thank you for, yes. for everything. I appreciate it. Yeah, and this is fun. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's uh, I've been with Gisela Potter today, who is a dietitian and nutritionist uh, here at IU Health Morgan. So thanks for everything you do. Thank you, Ed. Thanks for listening to Podcast Impact, where people just like you are creating change in Morgan County. Visit cfmconline.org today to learn more about how to get involved and see the impact you can make.